I myself personally will be going out this afternoon to just check on some areas and places where people that I know have been out there and have choose to basically live within the community and out of the shelter system. I want to check on them to make sure they know that we have services that can get them out of the cold, irregardless of what their needs are. to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. Welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and we're back on air, live broadcasting through Mixler.com, if you're listening there, and if you want to chat in, I've got some listeners, I've got uh, five wonderful people that have joined in. It got me a little nervous when I first started, there was nobody, (laughs) and I was like, fuck, that's going to be painful. Um, but it wouldn't be the first time I talked to table chairs, table and chair, tables and chairs. So uh, that's if you're listening through Mixler. Uh, and welcome, my listening audience. I've got uh, Christopher, I've got Paul, and I've got Kim. And uh, there is a guest listener, uh, someone, this is one elsewhere. So it's just a guest, somebody signing in. And if you're listening through my website, markscalia.com, thank you. And if you'd like to participate in the chat, all you got to do is click that box and Boom, just like magic, it'll send you right to my broadcasting site. And you are listening to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, again. And uh, we are going to start off uh, having some fun tonight because I got a lot to go over. And uh, let's start it up nice with a happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? It's now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. Yes, soon. It's here. That's what it is. And let me tell you what's been happening. It's been a fun week. And by fun, I mean sarcastic. That's what I mean. Um, today, uh, my uh, my lovely bride is actually uh, on the road tonight. Uh, she's down in New Jersey. What exit? Um, that's an old joke. But she's down in New Jersey, and she's got a gig down there, and she's just finished up. She's actually en route coming back. She should be back at 1 or 2 in the morning. So I've been like a bachelor the whole day. Uh, like Not like that changes much, because I just do my own thing most of the time anyway. But uh, it was it was 30 degrees today in the Boston area, and I was breaking up ice in the driveway. Ice, ice, baby. Yes, I was breaking up some ice. It, everything seems low. Am I low tonight? How am I sounding, guys? I just, I'm sorry to segue, but the sound was a little glitchy. It sounded a little glitchy. I got a, I got a little thing. It said, you're in a low bandwidth <laughs> when I first started up the program. Anyway, I was breaking up ice today, and uh, they are taking all the backhoes, and they're removing all the snow uh, from the street that intersects my street. Um, and they were they, dump trucks. Must have been, like, coming up two at a time, filling them up with front end loaders, just boom, 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 making them gone, making them gone, making them gone. And they cleared up the whole street, and I'm like, what about my fucking street? I got tons of snow, baby. I got tons of snow, and I got, we got to get rid of this shit. And apparently, they're dumping it in the ocean. <laughs> they, got, they got the okay to dump all this snow in the ocean, which... You would think it's salt and it's water. It should be fine, but there's a lot of chemicals in the snow, Um, especially once it hits the street. There's oils and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I got a short shelf life, so I'm not overly worried about it. And speaking of short shelf life, I signed up for health coverage uh, yesterday. Uh, No, 
Monday because Monday was the deadline. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, I was on the phone for about four hours uh, through several different agencies because I had filled out all the paperwork and they were waiting for proof of employment. And because I am wonderfully self-employed and so is my bride, uh, they demanded, um, they demanded, and I do say demand because that's what they did. They demanded proof of income. So I had, we don't have our 2014, so we still have a 2013. So we submitted that and the premiums were like 700 bucks a month. And I was like, that's fucked that is just i'd rather be sick i just would and it's it's insane that like i'm i'm mr fuck you i've been mr fuck you since i was in seventh grade i don't like to be told what to do i really don't and for the state to say you have to have health coverage i understand why you need it i understand it's a good idea but it's oppression it is, it's just somebody telling you you have to do something because you have to. And the IRS is in charge of it, and it's all this money, and it's got nothing to do with keep people, keeping people healthy. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. And I had health coverage before, and it was the hit and hope. That's, you know, we used to call that our car insurance, the hit and hope insurance. And we used to have that, and it was, it was I mean, it's okay. I mean, you know, I was still doing the copay and doing all that. But it's just so bad. And because of a big comic, yeah, shut up, wow, 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 Paul. <laughs> and because, you know, I'm a big, and this is kind of a weird segue, but I'm a big comic book guy. I love comic books. I love Marvel and, you know, uh, uh, Ch Chinese cheese with the wine. No, not cheese with the wine. <laughs> You're a dick. Um, but I had, uh, I'm a big comic book guy. So, uh, of course, the new movies are coming out. Age of Ultron, number two, uh, Avengers 2. And it's so, it's like all this Marvel. So I decided I was going to read about the Civil War because the Civil War is a Marvel, Marvel storyline. So I downloaded all the comic books involved in the series. All of them. I, I, I downloaded, and there's like 60 comic books that all overlap in the Marvel Civil War experience. And it just so happens that I'm experienced that being oppressed and somebody saying, you know, I think Benjamin Franklin said, you should not give up a right for a convenience. And that's what we do. We have phones that tap and see what we do. And, you know, the secret, no, the, no, not secret war. It's civil war. They had the secret wars and one and two, and then they had another one. But the civil war is this amazing thing where uh, Tony Stark chooses one side about the government and Captain America is the resistance, which is in like all the factions, the difference in bad guys are, it's a really, really, really amazing kind of thing. But because I was filing for the health coverage, I was like, you know, of course, you know, I'm on the phone going, ah, fucking guys, these guys, mother, you fucking trying to screw me. And like, I'm losing it. And I just started thinking, we shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't be giving up, you know, it was like, oh, we want these rights. But it's, it's, we're giving up our rights for, for comfort. And it's, it's not a good thing. So that's the preaching part. That's, that's, that's it. So I'm a little angry. And plus, it's fucking cold all the time. <laughs> There's eight feet of snow all over the place. There's ice and it's spring bullshit. It's like, apparently there's like 22 days left till spring. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Whatever. But you know something? Let's let's have a little bit of fun. What do, you, what do you say we have a little bit? Why is Karen calling me? Hold on a second. Hold on. My wife's calling me. Hello? Hold on a second. Hello? I am in the middle of my monologue. <laughs> oh, we're calling the radio air guidelines frontline. Yes, yes, and I'm right. I'm just about ready to play a game with my listening audience. You are. Yes. Okay, thanks for calling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, some I, I would play it with you, but you guys can't play right. Can well, you, I guess we can. It'd be fun to play. You could. How about this? We're going to play Piano Man. All right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> this this is probably going to be horrible. Let me just tell you that. 
world. It's it's probably it's okay. So this is Karen, my wife, and uh, Cheryl Fay, who's been a guest on the show, uh, and they're driving back from New- the aforementioned Hi, coming back from New Jersey. So, uh, because they're calling on a phone, uh, the sound may be a little distorted because phones aren't as good as Skype is. It just isn't. So, uh, we're going to play. So, here's what we're going to do. Cheryl and Karen, you'll be playing against Chris, Paul, Kim, and, of course, Brendan. Uh, So, everybody says hi. It's hi, Karen. Hey, fun. Here we go. So, here we go. Hi, everybody. Here's the first. And as you know, it's a song. It's a contemporary song. It's in the top. Uh, top 10, top 40 uh, of either the past six months, uh, three to six months, and it plays in a piano. So here's the first one, 30 seconds. If you know it, just yell it out. Any guesses? Brendan said it's some song with a, with a piano in it. Kim Santos said, I'm the greatest. And that may be true, but that's not the name of the song. Chris said it was I'm the man. And no, it's not I'm the man, because that would be an anthrax song. But you're close. I would like a new song, please. <laughs> uh, okay. It, Kim then said, oops, the man. Chris got it. It's just the man. So Cheryl and Karen, it's it's. do you know who sings it? Uh, you don't even know the song. Like, no. We've lost. Carol is like a new song. <laughs> okay. It's actually, it's Allo Block is his name. Stand up now and face the sun. Now you know it. Yeah. And you can tell everybody. Tell them what? I'm the man. Yes, you, you're not. You lost. No. You lost. I'll take therapist. I'll take the rapist for five hundred. Alex Paul said, <laughs> "I'll take the rapist for five hundred. All right. I'll take. I'll take the tits now. That's let it snow. So anyway, uh, for those who sacrifice liberty for freedom, deserve neither. That's right, Christopher. Thank you for catching up. All right. So uh, so far, listening audience gets this. Uh, that one, uh, listening audience, you get this. Oh, I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button tonight. I did. I hit the wrong button. Uh, listening audience gets this. And because Cheryl and Karen in the car, you get this. We got the bad version. All right. Uh, here's the second one. This one's easy. They're gonna blow you out because. What is it? What is it? I'm stronger than I used to be. Something like that. No, it's nothing like. That. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It wouldn't be. I will tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's the largest. It's the largest Ariana we have. <laughs> oh, Ariana Grande. Is yeah. It? Um. And what's the song? And, uh, oh, because um, <laughs> I've got to call my guest. Make it quick. Cheryl's right. I'm sorry. You're stronger than I want Oh my God, that is horrible. Oh my God, it sounds like they get cats in a blender. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but what's the name of the song, you fucking psychos? <laughs> Oh my God! This is the part where I say I don't want it. I struggle. I don't know what that. Oh my God! You know something? I would sacrifice liberty for freedom on this one. Anyone, my listening audience, you know, so I, I wouldn't give it to him at all. I just, I just don't want to. Because you haven't. What's the name of the song? Um. <laughs> this is the 
part of me that says I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, there's a part of me that says I don't want it either. <laughs> Someone stop killing that old goat, somebody said. Somebody typed My brother typed it. It's like that. You know what it is? It's the goat from the Sprint commercial. <laughs> That's what it is. It's, it's, can the listening audience hear us? Yeah, that's the noise. Yes, of course they can hear you. You're going out live. I got you through the thing. Oh, my God. It's called Break Free. It's this one. Oh, Jiminy Crickets. The name of the song is Break Free. You never said Break Free. All right, fine. You know. All right, here you go. Fine, you get this. There you go. Correct answer. We're gonna move on. So you gotta get, you gotta get, you gotta get one more. Otherwise, I'm gonna hang up because I gotta call my guest in five minutes anyway. All right. Got it. Uh, they sound better than Ariana Grande. Kim said. <laughs> really? Thank you. I've seen the video. I've seen the video. Anyway, <laughs> last one. This one's tough. to guess the artist as well. Well, <laughs> let's not be throwing that word around now, shall we? All of me? <laughs> no, it's not all of me. Nobody? No. Really? I, I'm, I'm going to, I'll count to 20 and then we're going to go. In my head, I'm not going to do it online. <laughs> Nope, nothing. Nobody. Take you. Want to take a guess? Are we gonna do a draw? Play it again, Sam. All right, fine. Nobody? No, it's not all about the bass. Actually, you know something? Nobody gets it. It's Becky G. Shower. Now you recognize it. the shower I know they all these songs sound the same <laughs> they really fucking do it's not just they sound the same I know who the hell is Becky G uh, exactly um, they all sound the same not just on the piano but the actual songs all sound the fucking same all right hey guys safe going home call me back a little bit later I gotta call my guest and I'm gonna take my first break actually if you want to listen Oh, I can't. You can't. You can't listen, but you can download the app. Shower can listen to the whole show on our. She can download the app and listen directly, unless she pays for dinner. We'll try to do that. Right now, we're on the Sawmill Parkway. Bye, everybody. All right. All right. Call you guys. No, don't call me. You can't because I'm gonna call my listener, my guest, my guest. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. You win. This is this is what it sounds like when you win. All right, I just hung up on it. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, she's not here, and she's fucking here. It's unbelievable. Oh, anyway, guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, the levels are a bit high. Hold on, let me. How about this? That probably sounds better. That probably sounds a little better. Yeah, I, I'd rather go out a little low and then make it louder. I just ugh, everybody. Anyway, I, I, what do you say we take our first break after all that? So I gotta, I gotta wash. I feel very dirty, <laughs> guys. Um, the promos, we get some new promos in the break, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. What the. F- Snow. Several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the porch and steps and it'll be fine. 
bestowers make me lose my mind. I just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. Shoveling, shoveling. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all going to Everybody, it's winter time. It's not snowing again. Oh, no. that. Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Really, clean off your f***ing car. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978 978- 219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype is the very funny comedian known as Mike Fahey. Ladies and gentlemen, give him a round of applause, would you please? Yes. Mike, say hi to my listening audience, would you? Hello, listening audience. There you go. Yeah, let's get your levels up. There you go. (laughs) Can you hear me now? Yeah, no, I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, that's good. Can they hear me? I think that might be the more important. (laughs) Everybody can hear you. Listen to them. They're going crazy. They fucking love you. They fucking love you. (laughs) They completely love you. So, Mike, how are you, my friend? I am good. I just made the brutal walk across the bridge near the Westin. I'm going to laugh Boston, and uh, oh. I'm a little chilly. Oh, dude, you were warm up. walking? Fuck. Uh, it's, it wasn't fun. No. <laughs> but, I mean, I passed the guy. He was running, so I think he's doing a little better than I am. Well, I, it's probably not a good idea to run in this weather. Probably not. No. <laughs> It's cold in your lungs, and it's like I don't like to run in general unless I'm being chased. That's the only reason I, don't I would like to fucking run. I don't like to run ever, and you know when it's so windy out, it's hard to breathe. I don't think it's really a good idea. To no, it's, run, but it's still terribly, still terribly. So tell my uh, listening audience uh, a little about yourself. Now you are a comic, and you just performed at Laugh Boston, as the aforementioned. Uh, how was that yes. tonight? Uh, it was good. I mean, uh, it was a four-person bringer, so that was fun. And really? So I'm not like I'm not that important to be able to go there, but um, they still do bringer shows there. They do the Wednesday night bringer with uh, Tony V, and that that's a that's a pretty good time. Tony's a good guy. Yeah. And um, who else was on the show tonight? Uh, Pat McLeod was on. I love that guy. And. Uh, Drew Dunn was also on. He did a pretty good job. So, yeah, oh. I think we I had fun. I did five minutes, and it didn't go horribly wrong. So <laughs> it was good, you it's know? Slightly better than walking over the bridge in sub-zero temperatures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the walk was worth it, but uh, the walk back, maybe nah, not so much. <laughs> now, do you live in Boston? No. Uh, no, I live in Hudson, Massachusetts. Wow, and you drive from Hudson to the – you are a dedicated – Motherfucker! The name of the show is uh, One Funny MF, and it stands for Mike Vahey. But you're oh, that's awesome. you're one funny <laughs> motherfucker, and you're crazy too doing it all. So good for you, man. So how long you been yeah. at the comedy game? Uh, I've been uh, doing it for a little over three years now, and seems to be going pretty well. Yeah. I'm getting more booked gigs than just doing the open mics, which is. Uh, nice and you know i'm always grateful for that and i do enjoy going to the open mics though just because you get to try the new material and then try it in front of the booked gigs and see if they were laughing at you or with you at the open mic (laughs) well if you're bringing everybody then you really got a test 
Oh, yeah. I mean, if you bring, I think that bringing family and friends to comedy shows that you're on is always a mistake. <laughs> but I, I do understand that, you know, most guys doing the showcase show on a Wednesday night aren't drawing people in. So. Yeah. Well, necessary evil. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time and uh, coming on the show. And uh, I've got a bunch of listeners that are very much interested in you. I posted your uh, your your uh, website and your Twitter feed uh, on the yes. uh, on the thing. So your your website is actually very funny when you say you've performed dive bars and places where people <laughs> did not know comedy was happening. Eating yeah, that's, eating dinner. That's a thing that happens uh, more often than not. <laughs> Yeah. But, um, uh, what did class. I do? Uh, do you know the Worcester Room in uh, Frank Foley's Comedy Safari? I... <laughs> Have you done that room? That's I'm Brown Fellows. <laughs> it's it's okay. basically dinner parties, and they just you just shout comedy at them. Well, why would and, you, you know? First of all, Comedy <laughs> Safari is a terrible fucking name. A safari. <laughs> You know, you're either going to hunt something or something's going to hunt you. I don't, it's not. Yeah, I, well, that might be the basis of comedy generally, you know. <laughs> this is not a good fucking comedy surprise. Do you have to wear a pith helmet when you're on stage? Probably. I mean, it depends on if they're going to throw food or not, but oh my God. that usually doesn't happen. <laughs> so are you driving back to Hudson now? I am. Oh. You can't hear my GPS, can you? No, I, I heard the car engine go. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> That'll be the only time that happens. Hopefully. My uh, one of my listeners says, "Can I get some butter with my jokes?" <laughs> Can I get some butter with my jokes. Yes, um, very very funny. Um, so you've been at it three years, and you're starting to really make a name for yourself. You're playing a lot of the clubs. What is what are some of the clubs? You're, uh, I mean, Laugh Boston, the Comedy Studio. What other clubs you're playing? Uh, yeah, I used to do a studio about once a month, maybe uh, maybe twice a month if I'm lucky. And then I do the Laugh Boston bringer when uh, Ryan puts me on. I'm doing Carolee's Comedy Corner in May. And I'm doing 40 minutes there. And that'll be the first time I'm doing that. Really? But, uh, yeah. You've been at it three years. I'm you could do opening, 40 minutes? I'm opening for somebody. In An opening act doing 40 so. minutes? Really? I don't know. I don't know how long the show's gonna be. Oh god, <laughs> it might be three hours long. But, oh my um, god! Yeah, so the, I'm looking forward to that. I gotta write some more material because I definitely don't have a solid forty. No. But um, <laughs> other than that, it's like the weird little indie alternative gigs uh, around Boston. Well, I've been have. I've been just to let you know I've been doing it 25 years and I don't have a strong forty. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, don't have, you don't have a solid 40 no it's i'm trying to be funny so <laughs> whatever <laughs> okay. oh yeah uh, one of my listeners uh, just mentioned that we played a club in uh, orange mass called the lion's den um it's right up there with the comedy safari <laughs> oh is it <laughs> yeah it's probably just a, it's a glorified bingo hall that serves uh, it's it doesn't have the you know it doesn't have the high ceilings that a great bingo hall should, but certainly oh, God. yeah, just low suspended ceilings, dark, and uh, at the time everybody was smoking because you could smoke in clubs when I started, and it was that's it, beautiful. It Did was you have a microphone. Yeah. Oh my God. We well actually no we didn't we <laughs> you were in front of it you were in front of the jukebox I think it was, yeah. Oh my God, that's terrible. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the some of the worst gigs I've ever done is uh, no microphone, no stage, and uh, severely lacking audience. Oh, that's right up there. So, I get it. That's that's you got to do the hell gigs, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I God bless you guys for doing that stuff because it's oh my God, it's uh, you know I don't. I started doing the open mic circuit again just to remember what it was like to, to play all these. Just, Shit show. Feel the pain again. Because yep. <laughs> I was feeling too good. I was feeling too good. Hey, I'll tell you what, Mike. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take. Uh, we're gonna take our second break, and when we come back, uh, I want to actually uh, ask, talk a little bit more about uh, your stand-up and stuff like that. But we actually, I think we're gonna play a little game. And I don't know if you know this, 
it's uh, it's today is my last show for February. In February, I did oh, really? I did nothing uh, for the Black History Month, and I you know I, I, there's a ton of comics in the Boston area, good friends, a lot of black comics, um, and you know there's a lot of comedy, uh, really good comics out of uh, out of Boston, uh, black comics and nationally, and uh, there's a lot of what happens is because I do this show, people always think oh it's going to be funny, but because it was Passover and I did some joking about that. It was Ash Wednesday. I did some pass. I did some joking about that. But you know something? It's Black History Month. I'm gonna keep it really sane, really calm. So it's gonna play in the break. So, um, yes, you did. You signed up for health insurance. I don't know what that means. I don't. My listeners are just. I don't know what they're doing. So but we're gonna we're gonna take our break. We're gonna do a little bit from uh, a little thing from the History Channel from Black History Month. And we come back, we'll talk a little bit more, guys. You are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. Wednesday at nine on History, made every day. African American history dates back to the colonial period. At the forefront of the push to bring black history into public consciousness was a scholar and son of former slaves, Dr. Carter G. Woodson. Woodson organized the first annual Negro History Week in 1926 for the second week of February to coincide with the birthdays of both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. 26 years after Carter Woodson's death, Negro History Week became Black History Month. I hate black pepper. I'd hate Whoopi Goldberg's lips. Hate the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. <laughs> Dr. Carter Woodson left an indelible mark. Black History Month continues his legacy. We honor the people. What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? In celebration of the African American experience. Wednesday at 9 on History, made every day. And you're back at Radio Regardless. I, I snookered you in. I was playing you for a lot longer because usually I, I get some gags in there before that. So uh, thank you for Black History Month <laughs> and joining me via Skype is still Mike Fahey, unless he's dropped the call because he just he's a he's just offended. So <laughs> <laughs> not offended yet. No, I love that. Yeah, I just love fucking with stuff it's so funny so mike um you're driving are you driving back to hudson now uh yeah i'm driving back now i usually make this drive uh four or five nights a week oh my goodness good for you man that's that hunger oh i remember that yeah, i remember I that comedy bug real bad good for you man good for you you know and and i uh i don't now i know we've worked together but i'm trying to figure out when we work together Oh, I remember. I uh, I was working the door at Dick Doherty's in Worcester. And oh. uh, I don't know if they still do this there or not, but if you're working the door, sometimes you have to host. Yep. And I was hosting with you, and uh, I can't remember the kid's name, uh, Keith Atkins, and I think it might have been Langston Kerman was featuring. And... Uh, Everything went well, and then I pronounced your last name wrong, and you took it pretty well. I mean, you weren't <laughs> very upset about it, so no. you were great. I mean, I think you did. I think you were headlining that night, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I I know that is Keith. Uh, Keith, the black comic with the dreadlocks. Yeah, he does the bit about uh, how he has his girlfriend's uh, credit card information. <laughs> or, no, all the bills are all the bills are in her name. <laughs> Yeah, that was like the first and only time I've been to that club. Uh, I think I'm off Dick's radar for a while. So, but that's oh, yeah. fine. He's, that's fine. He's uh, he's a tricky one. Yeah, Dick Doherty. But oh. I think he might be a little sick also. So I, I don't know what they're really doing. I've been there in a while. Yeah, I gotta. You know, it's just the way it is. So, 
But I'll tell you, if I, uh, I, 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 you are kind of a cynical guy. I like that. I think uh, cynicism makes a lot of sense in the world. So I'll tell you what, because we're going to be a little cynical, I'm going to play a cool game with you called If You Can't Say Something Nice. If you can't say something nice, you warthog-faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. Yes, if you can't say something nice, where I play you, somebody insulting somebody, and you have to guess the movie. Now, you're a relatively young, uh, not only young in the comedy field, but you're relatively young. I'd say you're still in your 20s. Yes, fucking young kids today. All of these movies are far older than you. Let's just put it that oh, way. Oh, great. Uh, or maybe about your birth rate. So now the advantage that we have is we're speaking instantaneously through Skype, and we have a nice clear connection, and you can hear, and I'll uh, adjust the volumes a little bit, so you can hear all the, um, the, 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 the clips. Now, because you and I are speaking via Skype, it's very quick, but my listening on it may be delayed because of their uh, connections, their Wi-Fi, their internet, their processing, all that. It may be a little slow. But there are more of them than of you, and that's your disadvantage. So I'm going to play these clips in here real quick from eight. There's one that's eight seconds, six seconds, and three seconds. So let's see how good you really are. Are you ready to play, Mike Fahey? Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming that I might be horrible at this, but you know what? A lot of my listeners uh, don't, don't do well. Oh, my brother said, uh, oh, uh, somebody said, Einstein would argue that it's not instantaneous. All right. Uh, I, hate when, I hate when people are smart. So here we go. Here's the first one. Maybe you could tell us who first suggested the idea of reproduction without sex. Um, your wife? <laughs> That's a tricky one. I'll play it again. Maybe you could tell us who first suggested the idea of reproduction without sex. Um, your wife? Oh, maybe you could suggest who, maybe you could tell us who suggested reproduction without sex. And my listeners think it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and it's not. Ferris Day Off. But they're right, because it is Matthew Broderick. Really? It is. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Can I well, do? Do I get the pass or yeah. I take a guess here? <laughs> well, if you pass, <laughs> if you pass, you get this. That ain't right. Yeah, that's. What, um, oh. Ali Sheedy was actually in this movie as well, and Jason got it with War Games. That is correct. Yes, War Games. Do you remember the movie War Games, where they had yeah, the computer? No. Was no? it? Was it? Made before 1992 because that's when I was born. Fuck me. <laughs> Oh my! Probably haven't. Probably have not. War Games was that. like what eighty one, eighty two, maybe. Something oh yeah. Like that. Oh I, my god! I was not even conceived. Ugh. How about this one? You must have heard of this movie. Here's the next one. Yes, the Whopper. That was the name of the computer. Here we go. Hey Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? <laughs> hey Vasquez, have you ever been <laughs> mistaken as a man? No, have you? Hey Vasquez. Have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> any, any guesses, Mike? Is that the Warriors? No. <laughs> no. Um, it's, I, I forget the actress. It came out in 2002. I forget the actress <laughs> name, but he actually, he's, a, he's in a ton of things. One of his first movies was Weird Science, where he played older brother Chet. <laughs> it's... Well, my yeah, list- I think that might be my one and only guess. Okay. <laughs> my <laughs> listeners got it. Movie, I know. It's Bill Paxton. Yes, he was also in Twister. He was in Titanic. Um, and you got it wrong. That ain't right. <laughs> yeah. But my listeners got it right because they knew it was aliens. Yeah, correct. Yes, it was aliens. And here's your last shot at redeeming. I'm wondering, if my, get I'm wondering sorry. if my fiance is getting any of these. <laughs> she listened. Well, if she did she sign out? What's her name? Uh, Christine, I don't know if she's uh, signed in or oh. not. Is her is her nickname Flashbang? Because we have a Flashbang person. No, uh, I don't think I would allow her nickname to be Flashbang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my wife called in just before you, so anything could happen. So, um, here we go. Here's the last one. This one's very funny, and this one you'll probably get. I'll give you some hints. David Spade was in this, along with Chris Farley. 
Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Does this suit make me look fat? No, your face does. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. <laughs> it's this is this is kind of a trick question because Chris Farley and <laughs> and David Spade were only in two movies together. <coughs> Take a shot, you'll get a 50-50 shot. Oh, he lost me. He signed off. <laughs> he must have lost his connection. Well, you know something? Kim Santo got it. Paul got it. Jason got it. Chris got it. Everybody got it, except for my listener. He hated your game. <laughs> he should have brought four people. <laughs> Mike's back. I'm back. Okay. Sorry about that. That's all right. You lost today. It's, you know, it's technical. What are you going to do? Um, my... <laughs> My listeners all got it, and then they said he hated your game. <laughs> it was actually Tommy Boy. That is oh, correct. Jesus Christ. Yes. So that's fine. I feel like, yeah, I probably should have known that. Yes. <laughs> and you set me up, too. I did. <laughs> My brother's going, Mike, 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 Mike. Where'd you go, Mike? All right. You know something? I'll, let's take our third and final break. When I come back, uh, I'm going to tabulate the scores, scores and see... How you how you did, Mike. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Regardless. With me, your host, Mark Scalia. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me on Skype, intermittently, as it were, is Mike <laughs> Fahey, a three-year comic. Hey, uh, and you have a fiancé. Tell us about the, how long you've been uh, How long you've been engaged. I have been engaged since Christmas. Well, did you get engaged yeah, she... on Christmas? Yes, I did. Oh, that's... Which that's... is good, yeah. That, yeah, everyone says the same thing. They're like, "Oh, well, she can't give the ring back." But yeah, of course she can. Of course she can. I'm kind can. of hoping that she doesn't give it back at all. Yeah, well, that's that would be the best thing. <laughs> but the engagement ring is a gift and contemplation of marriage. So if there is no marriage, there is no. Uh, you she has to give the ring back. It's like a down payment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, what I keep hearing at work is that you know. Uh, she doesn't have to give the ring back because I gave it to her as a gift on Christmas. But I mean, no, no, it's a kind of thing. She doesn't give it back at all. Really? <laughs> well, either way you can get it. Don't worry about it. When, when you plan on getting married? Uh, not this summer, but next summer. Oh, good. Put it off as long as you can. Well, you're young. How old are you? I am 22. Oh, what the fuck? What? <laughs> Did no one talk you out of this? You may be in love, and that's sweet, and I understand that. But twenty-two, dude. Yeah, oh no God. one's no one's talking me out of it. You, uh, you find the right one, and you just gotta. Kind wow, of I I hope that I hope that works out, man. It really, I really do, because it's so fucking. Oh, <laughs> other people suck, man. <laughs> Please sell it, sell it for me. <laughs> <laughs> really doing a great job. Where you where you going? To, no, you, I mean, I'm excited. We're getting married at uh, Kimball's Farm, which is exactly how you want to have a. No, I know Kimball's Farm. Yeah, a wedding cer- ceremony. You get bumper boats, mini golf, and uh, an ice cream <laughs> bar. So, what else? What else do you need? Well, is the ice cream bar open bar? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, it is an open bar. Nice. <laughs> So, a lot of guys are gonna be very disappointed. Uh, they say yeah, we could have rum. Yeah, it's rum raisin, bitch. <laughs> rum raisin. Never mind. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, Mike, I'll tell you what. Um, <clears throat> before we get into, um, <clears throat> excuse me, where you're gonna be performing next? Oh, I, I just do want to tell you. Um, even though you did short out in uh, the Skype and then you made it back, um, you lost horribly, three to zero. Oh, uh, yeah. just, just, that's okay. Just keeping score. 
Um, I think I'll wait. I'll, I think I'll live there. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. So I'll tell you what, Mike. Um, I do this of all my uh, all my guests. I actually ask them, um, "What was your first time on stage? Your best time on stage? And your worst time on stage?" In that order, because the first time is always, "Oh, it was good," and the best time is like, "It was the best time." And the worst st- story is always the best story. So if you could tell me and my listening audience, what was your first best and worst times on stage? The uh, the first time I got on stage was at Grandma's basement, and uh, they do that behind Fenway. It's it shut down now, but uh, there's an open mic, and I brought my now fiance to the show with me, and we got there about an hour early, and I didn't realize that it was going to be a list of a hundred, you know, open mic comedians. Oh god! <laughs> so I got there. I got there an hour early, and I got on like maybe 50th and wow. I was so nervous that I uh, I asked her to stay in the car <laughs> really because I didn't want to I didn't I was too embarrassed to have her see me actually do like my act and <laughs> she ended up just doing work on her computer in the car and it was like three and a half hours long oh. and I got up on stage and I did maybe I got five minutes there and I did about two and a half and it was just awful. Just literally I bombed very, very badly. And I didn't know that, you know, usually when you go to open mics, you bomb all the time because everyone's just worried about what they're going to say on stage. Yeah. I took it very personally. And I was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I think that I want to, um, I think I want to do this. Never. Continuously. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it all the time because it's like yeah. sadomasochist. That's funny. Well, that's and, that's uh, a good story. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't enjoy it that night, but I enjoyed telling the story afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and what was your best time on stage so far after three years? Jeez. Um, I did the... Uh, I did Kowloon yeah. maybe two or three weeks ago, and that was just like there was. I walked into the room beforehand, and I saw that it was like half full there. I, I don't know. Have you ever done the Kowloon? Uh, yeah, <laughs> a long, yeah, a long time. Uh, I did the Kowloon, and then I walked in the room. It was like half full, and I was like, "Oh, this is a great audience." And then I walked into the green room, and I went outside and smoked a cigarette. And then I came back and it was like packed yeah, to the brim full of people. And I was like, oh my God. And then I got on stage and it was just, you know, I did, I was supposed to do five minutes. I did six and a half and literally I, and this isn't like me trying to be cocky or anything, but like the laughter in a room that size, it like takes a few seconds to die down. Yep. You know, and because it's literally like the whole room or if you get one person laughing, then you get 20 people laughing. And if you get 20 people laughing, everybody's laughing. So it's, I got some really good points there where I, I felt that I had everybody laughing and I ended up just going over my time because it was, it was so difficult to gauge the timing of like the jokes that you're doing because of the amount of people that are there, you know, and you have the pauses beforehand and then you have the pause afterwards and the pause is so much longer afterwards that they're actually laughing. It's, it's incredible. And was this was this on a weekend night? No, it was. Uh, he, I think it was like a Wednesday or Thursday night. They were doing like a showcase thing. Oh I'm yeah. Not, I'm not weekend material at the Kowloon <laughs> by any means. So. <laughs> well, I'll be there. I'm not this, there yet. I'll be there this weekend. So. the envy that i feel (laughs) no don't worry about it well you you know i I always middle at that room and i close everywhere else but i middle in that room and everybody's like why why won't you close the kowloon i said first of all the closing money is not really that much more second of all i'm doing 20 to 25 in the middle there's no pressure and i'm home in 15 minutes why would i want to change that I tell everybody all the time. Uh, that's you, beautiful. When you get to the middle, fucking stop. Everybody wants to headline. Everybody just get to the middle and fucking stop. That's what. That's the best oh, yeah, advice I, mean, I give anybody. You don't have to. You don't have to deal with the check. 
No, the checks come out. Yeah, the checks come out in that in the middle of that room, and and sometimes it can be a nightmare. Those checks. So yeah, it's like fifteen minutes into the headliners act, yeah. they give the checks out, which is really great. That's that's insane. Oh, so uh, somebody. I saw, uh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sean, Cobb, he was at the studio. He was doing ten minutes. I saw him beautifully handle the check drop at the comedy studio. They're like full house, and. I don't know. I I never realized how like how much of an impact it would have until oh, yeah. like that moment, and oh, I yeah. saw him like handle it very beautifully. So, was, so I asked him how he did it afterwards, and he looked at me. He's like, "I have no idea. I I literally don't know." So yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be a difficult thing to deal with. So we got your first, we got your best, and now the funniest story. Well, the other two were really good, but tell us about your worst <laughs> time on stage. And you please don't mention the comedy safari because we've already. <laughs> We've covered the safari no, it's already. it's not the comedy safari. No, That's really? Definitely in the in the bottom three, it's definitely not the it's not the worst. Uh, the worst gig I ever did was uh, uh, I have two. Can I get can I do two? Shoot, sure. If you got two, uh, then give it yeah, two. I got two really horrible ones. Uh, the first one is I did Fran's place. Which is a... I know. It, well, you don't have to say anymore. Yeah. You don't have to say anymore. My it's opening a, joke was, this is just awful. <laughs> that was it's my a opening. gay bar in Lynn. It is. Massachusetts. And, and drag and queens, too. I went there on the Saturday, and I was like, all right, this is going to be sweet, Saturday night or whatever. I walked <laughs> in, and there was like four people there. None of them were comics. And nope. then the comics came, and I was like, oh, there's a back room. And we walked into the back room. Nobody showed up. Yeah, <laughs> it was just zero people. And then we were like, "All right, well, let's open mic it." And then I bombed in front of the four comics I was supposed to be performing with. So <laughs> that's pretty bad. And then the yeah. worst I, the worst gig I, I definitely ever had. The worst gig ever is uh, I did a thing with Dave Radigan. He did a he does the Arc Benefit in Marlboro yeah. at the Portuguese Club. Yeah, in yeah. Hudson. Yep. And that's like where I'm from. And <laughs> I did that. Sh- oh, you're shorting out. Hold on to okay. hold, hold on. Hold it back up because yeah, you shorted yeah. out. <laughs> right in the middle. See, right in the middle of the best story. I lost him. Right in the middle of the best part of the fucking story. Yeah, he's gonna call me back. Here we go. There we go. Yo, he's short yeah, we short now. Yeah, I'm back. I got you. I probably, I, I probably shouldn't be driving while I do this. <laughs> but um, I are, did the art show. Are you wearing a headset though? Are you wearing a headset? Yeah. Okay. Then you can. Then you fine. Take it off. No, 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 no. Then you're fine. You just hands free. Go hands free when you're driving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Uh, so I what we got? We lost show. some of the information, but you were at the the Portuguese Portuguese Club in Hudson. Yeah, I was at the Portuguese Club in Hudson with uh, Dave Radigan. Dan Crone was doing the show also. Yeah. And then two other comics. And Dave just threw me up there for five minutes. And I think I've been doing stand-up for like a month, maybe. Oh, God. And that, that show is like, you think that it's like, it's going to be like <laughs> drug addicts and like alcoholics because it's for like the Ark uh-huh. in Marlboro, which is a drug place. <laughs> and um, it, I got there and it was like all very elderly people who had just been like supporting it for a while yeah and it was like maybe 450 people in that in that room and i've been doing stand-up for like three months and i had about three minutes of material that had just bombed at grandma's basement a couple months beforehand (laughs) and i get up there full confidence like this is gonna go well and (laughs) just absolutely ate it in front of 450 people oh jiminy crickets that's definitely the worst show I've ever done. <laughs> wow! So, when, so, you so in front of, when you bomb in front of that many people, you don't realize that you're bombing until like somebody tells you afterwards. Like oh. I realized that it wasn't going that great, but I was still getting like a laugh, and that was like a high point for me. <laughs> but then afterwards, they're like, "Yeah, that was awful," because you can't hear the people in the back saying, "Please stop." Bring oh. the next comedian on. Oh my god, because so. the crowd's too deep. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, it's gonna. I'm sure it'll get much better than that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, and it has because you know I've been going doing shows, open mics, and almost four or five nights a week going into Boston, and my set has improved from the three minutes of bombing in front of elderly people. So. <laughs> Oh my, I swear to God, man, that's funny. And don't go to Fran's place anymore. It is a, I mean, you know some. I, I got to say, it's it's an interesting room. It's an interesting room, but it can, it can be a little, what the fuck, so. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you might have actually had people there. The, there it was just the wait staff when we were there, and they yeah. were all in the back looking at their phone. So, like, yes. I don't know. What are you going to do? I'll tell you what, Mike. Hey, uh, what do you got coming up? Where are you going to be next? Ah, uh, jeez. I am doing Bob Mello's thing uh, this upcoming weekend on Saturday. I'm doing his contest in to the... Ah, Jesus Christ. I should know the name of this place. I'm, like, going there. I just punched in the GPS, and then I follow it. Oh, is it I, that little... Um, is it the theater? The alley theater? The... Via Del, it's not a restaurant. It's like a Via Del something. I don't know. It's on my website. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, well, and then I'm also doing a Dennis Worth's uh, showcase show. Nice. I got canceled from Valentine's Day at uh, Scoreboards in Lemonster. Yeah, with all the snow. Also doing uh, the studio on the 11th, I believe. And. Anything else, I have to check my own calendar, which is well. You know something? Don't don't let don't you check your calendar. I'll tell you what. I'll have my listeners. Uh, you guys, if you want to be friends with him, uh, he's on Twitter. Uh, follow him on Twitter. It doesn't cost anything. Just do it. He's at Mike Fahey F A H E Y comic on Twitter, and he's also got his website, so you can go and see where he's at. Uh, he's uh, oh, Ring is mine. Is that your fiance? Ah, oh, that that is her. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I'm glad that she's contributing to this conversation. <laughs> my my listeners are now saying um, Twitter is for 22 year olds. <laughs> it is, um, and you can it visit. Is. And you know what? It's also the future. So it's oh, listen to that arrogance Jump of 22. In, guys. Jump I re- in. I remember that. I remember that arrogance of 22. God bless you. God bless you, the old bitter 40 year old bastards on the line. And um, on the line, we put it on the line. That's what we do. We put it on the line. No, and, and you can visit him on his website at mikefahecomedy.com. Um, <laughs> and I'll tell you what. And your lovely fiance is online. I'll tell you what, Mike. Hey, it's uh, it's been great. Thank you so much for calling in, man. It's been fun. And thanks uh, for having me. It's we'll get you. We'll get you a nice uh, Twitter feed. I wish you nothing but success. And I hope I see you. I hope we get to uh, we get to do another show that it's not at a comedy safari at Fran's place. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, and you know, next time I host a show that you're on, I will not mispronounce your name. <laughs> and that's fine. Thanks, Mike. Hey, man, I'll see you around the circuit. All right, see ya. All right, take care. Bye bye. That was Mike Fahey, everybody. Very funny. Uh, really, brand new comedy gunslinger. Just getting it up there. Just driving seventy fucking miles a night. He's just insane. Leaving his fiance at home. <laughs> To, to, well, she's checking up on him. See, it's a good start. You have a good, have a good chart. And my listeners are going crazy. Snapchat, um, tweet. It doesn't cost anything to tweet or Snapchat or I don't even know what Snapchat is. Isn't Snapchat the thing you take a picture and then it goes away ten seconds later? Which it's mostly for private pictures, I guess. And when I say private, I mean pictures of private. So. But, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to tell you, but it's about that time. Um, why is this opening up? What the heck is this happening here? Cancel. I don't know why that opened up. That was weirdo. Anyway. Anyway, good people of Radio Regardless. Um, one of my uh, other listeners is actually online right now. So, if you want to listen to him, actually. I will. This is his website. All right, bye. All right, bye. And we're going to get some feedback on him. Uh, this is Brendan, one of the listeners. He started a, a pod, uh, not pod, well, ten, technically it's a podcast for him, but he's doing live broadcast. It's This is Why Aliens Won't Come, uh, Don't Come. Um, he needs broadcasting right now. So as soon as I go off, um, you guys can jump right on there and uh, listen to him uh, on his broadcasting site. But before you do, 
Let me just tell you where I'm going to be uh, over the weekend. I am going to be at the aforementioned Kowloon Comedy uh, Friday and Saturday night. Two shows each night. Friday night, it's going to be me and Bobby Collins, national comic. Uh, I've worked with him before. It's super, super funny. And Saturday night, Super Deluxe Ultra Show, headlining Chris Zito of Mix 93.1, and I've known Chris forever, and hosting the show, get ready, drum roll, didn't have it prepped, but... No, I'm still talking. (laughs) Jonas Gray of the New England Patriots will be hosting, and that's where I'm going to be. Hey, guys, we'll be live again next week, March 4th. Only 22 days to spring with my guest, Ryan Chanti, comedian. If you guys want to be a sponsor, email me at radioergodless at gmail.com. Call the hotline. We'll see you guys next week. Stay warm. Break out of the ice. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.